Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Headed on there as well. Watch for any work that may be near the Anacostia. We're also seeing a delay southbound on DC 295. From Eastern Avenue toward East Capitol Street, that could be work near Benning and northbound I-295 in a delay from Laboratory Road headed toward Joint Base Anacostia Bowling, which also looks to be due to a work crew. Now, the Suitland Parkway at Stanton Road, the traffic lights are still flashing. Police are on the scene directing, however. Also, in Maryland, westbound span of the Bay Bridge, the left lane of three is blocked with the work. Eastbound has both of your lanes open. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. And here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Eileen Whalen. Rounding out the week with pretty quiet weather conditions after a cold start in the 30s, afternoon high temperatures are going to warm into the mid to upper 50s, so much warmer than the past few days. We'll have a few scattered clouds through the morning and afternoon, but clear skies this evening, so looking good for your Friday night plans. By early tomorrow morning, uh, by sunrise, some patchy, dense fog may develop, but we will break out into some sunshine for your Saturday afternoon with highs in the mid to upper 50s, tracking rain and wind on a storm alert for Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Eileen Whalen in the first alert weather center 43 at dupont circle 39 in germantown 44 in annandale this is wtop news facts matter this hour of news is sponsored by Lido pizza Lido pizza never cuts corners good morning i'm john aaron i'm michelle bash coming up a troubling find for an area synagogue as Hanukkah begins. It's disappointing. I'm Mike Marillo. The mother of a man killed in a police chase found not guilty of assault in a courtroom. I'm Neil Orgenstein. We're getting more information about a deadly overnight crash on the Beltway that blocked lanes for hours this morning. What D.C. leaders want consumers to know before buying in the district. I'm Sandra Jones. 10 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Israel-Hamas war enters its third month today. The U.N. Security Council could vote on a resolution calling for a ceasefire. But the U.S., which has veto power, is expected to block it. Secretary of State Antony Blinken's made the strongest comments yet on casualties in Gaza. There does remain a gap between exactly what, what I said when I was there, the intent to protect civilians and the actual results that we're seeing uh, on the ground. An Iraqi-born American citizen is expected at court in upstate New York this hour to face federal charges of firing a gun into the air outside a synagogue after shouting, Free Palestine! on the first night of Hanukkah. Police in Albany say they're investigating the incident as a possible hate crime. Fresh sign the economy could be in for a soft landing. U.S. employers added a solid 199,000 positions last month. Economist Gus Fauché. From the Fed's perspective, this is the kind of jobs report they want to see, where job growth is good, but not too strong, where wage growth is solid, but again, not too strong. President Biden's announcing billions of dollars in funding for rail projects. High-speed rail is already up and running between Orlando and Miami, and faster than driving. We think on average between one to two hours. Brightline chair Wes Eden says the company's next high-speed rail link will go from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. We think the Trains will actually go in excess of 200 miles an hour. 
Federal funding includes $3 billion for Brightline West and more than $5 billion for expansion and upgrades in at least six other states, including expansion of Florida's high-speed line into Tampa. Mayor Jane Castor. The route has already been determined along I-4. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. The same system that brought rain and snow to the Pacific Northwest this week is expected to spawn dangerous weather in the southeast. Odyssey meteorologist Craig Allen. Definitely sometime tonight into Saturday will be the biggest threat for some of the severe weather, which would include thunderstorms with strong damaging winds and a tornado outbreak. They're saying goodbye in County Tipperary today. services are being held for the Pogues' Shane McGowan in Nina, where he spent summers as a boy. Fans are crowded in. He's a sort of a national institution, you know, and he really kind of captured something about that experience of being betwixt and between, being Irish and English. McGowan died last week at the age of 65. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03 on WTOP. We made it to Friday, December 8th. We have 44 degrees now in the nation's capital. Temperatures heading to the mid to upper 50s. Good morning. I'm Mark Lewis with the top local stories we're following this hour. An area synagogue has been forced to fix its menorah just hours before the first light for Hanukkah. After they say it was targeted by vandals. It was just before sundown when Rabbi Bensi Stalika, the Chabad of Olney, received several calls from people urging him to go down to the synagogue. I rushed over and uh, was very distraught and disappointed. It was very clear that the menorah was vandalized. The menorah was on the ground and the metal was bent. Stalik says Montgomery County police arrived a short time later after they say people saw the vandals bring it down and called them. Police tell WTOP they are investigating. The rabbi says the vandals should know. Acts like these inspire people to want to do more light and more good. As for the menorah. Some handy individuals managed to be able to get this thing up standing again, uh, and we have a temporary fix. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The mother of Karan Hilton Brown, the 20-year-old D.C. man killed in a crash while being chased by police, has been found not guilty of assaulting a U.S. Marshal in a courtroom. Karen Hilton had been arrested in May right after two D.C. police officers were convicted in the death of her son. Those two officers had chased Karan Hilton Brown on his electric scooter in 2020 when he was hit by a passing van and died. After that verdict, Karen Hilton screamed at and tussled with a U.S. Marshal. She was charged with assaulting a federal law enforcement officer. Now, a federal jury has found her not guilty after a two-day trial. Karen Hilton took the stand in her own defense. Neil Oikenstein, WTLP News. Traffic is once again flowing on the outer loop of the Beltway in Prince George's County near Allentown Road. All lanes were closed there for about five hours following an overnight crash involving a pedestrian. Maryland State Police uh, tell WTOP The pedestrian, a woman, was pronounced dead at the scene, and she's now been identified as 32-year-old Carrie Sneed of Virginia. The driver remained on the scene until police arrived and was taken to a hospital. 
That crash occurred shortly before 3 this morning. The police investigation continues. D.C. officials are demanding more transparency for retailers, saying consumers are often being misled. Everyone deserves to know the price of what they're buying in the district. But it's not happening for some consumers who are raising concerns over unfair treatment due to prices for items not clearly displayed when they get to the register. Now, D.C.'s attorney general is taking action to make it a better shopping experience. Prices must be listed in dollars and cents within all city businesses. Retailers are required to set prices in advance and not at the time of purchase. And advertised prices should be the same at checkout. D.C. law says consumers have a right to know how much retailers are charging, and it's easy to read. You can contact D.C.'s Department of Consumer Protection if you have a complaint about pricing practices. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. 1006, a Prince George's County nonprofit is helping kids to make the most of Christmas for other children in their community. The Build a Kid a Christmas program is bringing together STEM professionals and student builders for a 10th year to build toys and donate them. Professionals, college students, high school students, and the middle school students, that's the goal to have them all in one space at one time. Dante Freeland, founder and CEO of Solids and the creator of the event, says they build toys like circuit kits and Legos that help promote interest in STEM careers. The best part about this is toys is the least important part. It's the community. The event takes place Saturday, December 9th at the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Washington. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. The story, part of our continuing coverage of people making a difference in our community. To find out more, go to WTOP.com. Stick around. Lots more to come here on WTOP up ahead in Money News. If home prices fall next year, how much? I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 10.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Now, traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's turn to Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Mark. This is the day we've all been waiting for. It is indeed Friday in the midday, and work's starting to set up in a couple of different locations, especially if you're heading into the district inbound on 50 through Chevrolet. Watch for delays as you head inbound toward New York Avenue. The work, we believe, is near the Anacostia River and blocking possibly the right lane if you're headed inbound on 50 toward Blainsburg Road. Northbound I-295 as you leave Oxen Cove headed toward Laboratory Road. That's where we may have work set up in blocking the lane as well. If you're traveling on I-395 and I-695, the southeast-southwest freeway, you're in good shape right now between the 14th Street Bridge and the 11th Street Bridge. We do have the issue on the Suitland Parkway at Stanton Road. There were some dark traffic lights, not even dark. They were actually flashing red in all directions. Police are now directing traffic. Delays have eased nicely as you go through there. Traveling on the Beltway in Maryland, pretty good shape through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. No problems on 270, I-95 or the BW Parkway. Westbound Route 50 coming across the Bay Bridge. The left lane is blocked for the work zone. If you're traveling at this point on Route 1 northbound near the Patuxent Range Road, that's where we had all lanes blocked and under crew direction for the water main break. In Virginia, the Beltway pretty smooth between Alexandria and McLean, thankfully. No problems on I-95 or I-395 between Fredericksburg and the 14th Street Bridge. On 28 in Centerville, southbound after 29, the right lane is blocked for the work near Mockin Road. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. 
The 7 News First Alert Forecast with Eileen Whalen. Well, we've got some dry and milder weather for the day today and tomorrow before a powerful cold front brings rain and wind to the area on Sunday. But later this afternoon, high temperatures right around 57 degrees. We'll have partly cloudy skies with clearing skies through the evening and overnight hours. Some patchy fog develops by dawn. After a chilly start in the 30s tomorrow afternoon, we'll get into the mid-50s. We'll see a few showers on Sunday morning with heavy rain by the evening. Could see up to two inches of rain and gusts to 30 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Eileen Whalen in the First Alert Weather Center. 45 in Alexandria, Columbia, Maryland right now at 42. 44 in Northwest Washington. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news on WTOP at 10 and 40 past the hour at 10:10. Jeff Claybaugh. The November jobs report was not as weak as expected. The unemployment rate actually fell to 3.7% last month. 199,000 jobs were added in November, more than expected. Though about 30,000 of those jobs counted came from striking UAW workers going back on payrolls. Credit card debt is mounting. Edelman Financial says 39% of consumers now call it their biggest obstacle to saving. U.S. households have added more credit card debt than ever this year. Almost half are now carrying balances from month to month. Could be a bit better year for potential home buyers next year. Redfin's 2024 forecast is out, predicting prices will fall a bit, down just 1% in the spring from this same time this year. It says 30-year mortgages will continue to fall, averaging 6.6% in 2024. The Dow is up 91 points. The S&P 500 index is up 15. The Nasdaq is up 50. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Capital One Hall and Tyson's. Capital One Hall is Tyson's ticket to Broadway, live music, comedy, and more. With holiday programming for the family, make Capital One Hall your entertainment destination. For tickets and info, visit CapitalOneHall.com. Coming up on WTOP, a new thriller in theaters this weekend. We'll get a review from critic Jen Cheney in just a couple of minutes. 1012. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. We are now in Advent, a time of preparation that directs our hearts and minds to the birth of our Lord at Christmas and ultimately the second coming of Christ at the end of time. Therefore, be vigilant, watchful, and alert as you become ready and prepared to meet the Lord. Use these next weeks to focus on what lies ahead. Tune out noise. Spend extra time in prayer and silence. Do not allow yourself to be weighed down and distracted by the cares of this world. Each day is one step closer to welcoming Jesus into our hearts as we celebrate his birth at Christmas. We will do so with joy if we are ready and prepared to embrace him. Dear friends, the time is near. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. 
It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. This is Rocky Mosel with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. A preview of tomorrow's Army-Navy football matchup. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, quitgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do people judge you by your missing or broken teeth? You should know there is one great solution from the Cascade Center for Dental Health in Sterling. Cascades One is a revolutionary full mouth implant solution pioneered by Dr. Shuryesh Ruparelia. With Cascades One, you receive the highest quality full mouth dental restoration. We do it all. One doctor, one office, one price. All backed by our amazing guarantee. Call today to learn more. Call 866-25-SLEEP or visit CascadesOne.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 1015 on WTOP. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mark Lewis. In area theaters this weekend, a psychological thriller. It's called Eileen, and it centers around two women in the early 1960s who meet while working at a correctional facility. Prison is no place for a young lady. I have my own ideas. Kind ideas. You can never tell anyone, do you understand? Can't imagine you with a knife. Can you imagine me with a gun? That's very good, Eileen. Eileen stars uh, Thomas N. McKenzie and Anne Hathaway and joining us live on Skype with her review, Vulture critic Jen Cheney. Jen, this seems like a wild ride here. What did you think of this? Well, this movie is so interesting because for the first, I would say, like two-thirds, it feels more like a character study. Uh, we're introduced to Eileen, who's played by Thomas and McKenzie, as you said, a young woman living in a small town in Massachusetts. She still lives at home with her father, uh, and she works in this prison, and her life is just sort of drab until Rebecca, Anne Hathaway's character, enters the picture as a new therapist who's going to be working at the prison and takes an interest in Eileen, and they start to develop a relationship but then in the last act of the film, it really does go right into thriller, almost horror territory in a really uh, interesting way. Uh, the performances in this are very, very strong. Hathaway and Mackenzie are excellent. And Marin Ireland gives a really strong supporting performance. It comes, becomes really important in the last part of the film. But uh, if you go to see this, just be prepared that, to use a highbrow term, it can get a little icky. Ooh. So if, if you're if you get uh, squeamish about icky things, maybe think twice. But uh, otherwise, I thought it was really interesting. Does this hold together as the movie plays out? I mean, I did get a little bit of whiplash from the third act just because it does take a tonal turn. But ultimately, I found it really interesting. And it does. There are some things bubbling beneath the surface in this movie that are actually 
come to the surface because of what happens in the third act. So I was ultimately fine with it. All right. Also in theaters this weekend, a fantasy, The Boy and the Heron. Tell us about this one. So this is a, a beautiful animated film from one of the masters of that genre, Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, it focuses on uh, a Japanese boy who's lost his mother uh, in World War II, moves to a new home with his father, and discovers this sort of magical place that exists in his new home and that is kind of helping him process the loss of his mom. It's very much in keeping with what we know Miyazaki to do. Beautiful animation, really interesting, whimsical characters. Uh, I would say if you're looking, you know, to take kids with you, maybe go on the older side, say third or fourth grade and up. Some of the younger ones might find this a little hard to wrap their minds around, but it's beautifully animated. Excellent. A couple of choices for our weekend. Thank you, Jen. We appreciate it. Thank you. On Skype, that is Vulture critic Jen Cheney. 1018 Traffic and Weather on the 8s. Back to the Traffic Center and Rob Stallworth. Looking good on the Beltway in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's County. For traveling on 270, the southbound, you're looking pretty smooth as you leave Frederick headed toward the Lane Divide. A new problem is in Germantown, 355 southbound near Shakespeare Boulevard. We have, uh, you may be under police direction for the crash and response on scene there. And Jessup, northbound Route 1 near Patuxent Range Road, we had all lanes blocked and under crew direction for the water main break action. Activity. Westbound Route 50 on the Bay Bridge, the left lane is blocked for the work zone. If you're traveling in Virginia on the outer loop near Little River Turnpike, that's where we have the work probably set up blocking the right lane. They're scheduled to do some sound barrier work. Otherwise, I-95 southbound in good shape as you leave the Springfield Interchange headed toward Fredericksburg. Northbound, no problems on I-95 or I-395 between Fredericksburg and the 14th Street Bridge. If you're traveling in a district, northbound I-295 as you head toward Malcolm X Avenue may have a single lane getting in by the work zone there. Southbound DC 295 delays, leaving Eastern Avenue headed toward, at this point, Benning Road and East Capitol Street may have a mobile work crew set up and blocking a lane. Listener checks in further south on DC 295 before the 11th Street Bridge, exit 1B. That's where the right side is blocked for the work zone. If you're traveling inbound on New York Avenue, as you head toward the Anacostia River, may have the right lane blocked for the work zone there, so watch out for that. Delays are on 50 westbound headed past 202 and also southbound on the BW Parkway as you head inbound toward New York Avenue. Traveling at this point on Georgia Avenue, you're in pretty good shape as you head through Petworth. No real issues as you continue toward Missouri Avenue. Your travel lanes are open and available. I'm Rob Stallworth. WTOP traffic. Eileen Whalen with the 7 News First Alert Forecast. Temperatures are climbing as the sun gets a little higher in the sky. We are going to have some scattered clouds through the morning and afternoon hours, but clear skies for your Friday night plans, and temperatures will warm into the mid to upper 50s this afternoon. Now, we will have clear skies overnight, lows in the 30s, patchy fog by early tomorrow morning, afternoon highs for your Saturday in the mid 50s. A cold front will be sweeping across the nation, bringing some moderate to heavy rain throughout your Sunday, especially Sunday night, all the wet weather should be wrapping up early on Monday morning, but we could see over two inches of rain and very high winds. We'll go from temperatures in the 60s on Sunday afternoon to wind chills in the 20s and 30s on Monday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Eileen Whalen in the First Alert Weather Center. 45 degrees with sunshine at Reagan National, 42 at Dulles. 44 right now at BWI Marshall, up to the mid to upper 50s this afternoon. Still to come. Why there's a push to tighten security at Maryland's courthouses. I'm Kate Ryan. 1021. Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store, and it's that time of year when we pause for a bit and reflect on our true blessings. 
Do you know what I consider to be one of the greatest blessings as a business owner? My employees and co-workers. We have people from many different backgrounds and walks of life, and they make my job incredibly rewarding. I truly enjoy getting to know and work with each one of them. Better yet, our customers rave about their experiences with them. If you want to meet some exceptional people to help you with your foot, knee, hip, or back pain, then visit us at the Goodfeet store and see for yourself. For over 25 years, Goodfeet Art Supports have been helping to improve the quality of people's lives, and we'd love the chance to do the same for you. Stop by the Goodfeet store and let one of our art support specialists give you a free fitting and test walk. The Goodfeet store has locations across greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you at the Goodfeet store. Lend the plumber heating and air. The plumber you've trusted for decades now offers fast, reliable heating and cooling services throughout Washington, D.C. and Maryland. We're here for you when you need heating, cooling, and plumbing help fast. Keep your life moving with same-day emergency service seven days a week from Lend the Plumber Heating and Air. The only way to get service today, just call Lend the Plumber Heating and Air. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter. On Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. 1023. Maryland is taking a much closer look at courthouse security after a judge was killed outside his home. The shooting death of a Washington County Circuit Court judge in October was followed by two cases where courthouses, one in Baltimore City, one in Baltimore County, were evacuated after getting suspicious packages. Now, Maryland's Supreme Court Justice Matthew Fader has announced a security task force has been created to take a look at safety and security at and around courthouses across the state. According to the Daily Record, the task force will also take a look at how threats to judicial officers and their staff are handled. Lawmakers in Annapolis also expect to tackle the issue when they go back to work in January. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A group of women suing the state of Maryland over what they say were years of sexual and other kinds of abuse while they were held in a state facility. The abuse, including being forced to perform sexual acts and being threatened if they didn't with things like solitary confinement, withholding of food, and even scalding, allegedly occurred at the Thomas J.S. Waxter Children's Center in Laurel, which closed last year. The Baltimore Banner reports 20 women, now between the ages of 23 and 50, are part of the suit. Maryland's Department of Juvenile Services says it takes the allegations seriously and is reviewing the lawsuit. Others have recently filed suits against other facilities under Maryland's new Child Victims Act, allowing even decades-old allegations to be brought forward. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Well, look who's here with us on a Friday morning.